Now that the United States of America managed to walk itself back off the ledge, narrowly avoiding disaster of epic proportions for itself and the world at large, we want to dive deep into the roots of the problems that have gotten us here in the first place. Because every single human being on this planet had a stake in these 2020 US elections. And none of the political, economic and social deficiencies that have led the United States to where it is now a semi-banana republic whose leader and ruling party are no more democratic than the leaders and ruling parties of banana republics and autocratic countries, none of the underlying processes have faded away. Far from it. The challenges are here to stay, affecting all of our lives, the lives of our families and friends, no matter where we live. So we look into that, Pot Academy style, through movies. Namely through American movies depicting the most impactful events in US history. Like the war of independence fought against the British, the American Civil War it fought against itself, the world wars it helped win, the financial collapses it brought about on the world, etc. Our starting point is the roads that led to the political instability we see now. And American movies have a big role in that. Not only in how they tell the American story, but also in what they choose not to tell. The events they invent and the context they were made in. All of this is extremely relevant to this point in time, but it's also a lot of fun to talk about these serious issues through movies. So this is our first installment in this new series that we're calling The Downfall of the US in Movies. We're starting with the 2000 movie The Patriot, taking place during the 1776 American War of Independence, also called the American Revolution. This is, if you will, America's creation story. You can learn a whole lot about a nation by how it says it was conceived. Here we go. Welcome to Pod Academy, an international podcast that explores topics like history, politics, science, psychoanalysis, and more through movies and TV shows. We post a new episode every Monday. We are an independent podcast thanks to our member support. So if you'd like to support our work, you can go to our Patreon page on patreon.com slash podacademy or to our website, ourpodacademy.com. And today I'd like to thank Nomi Crazy Hair, C, and Sunny Cisse. Thanks, guys. Your support is deeply appreciated. Hi, everybody. Hello, Rutger. I'm Gil Kidron. We're kicking off this new series of podcasts, episodes, with the starting point being the incredibly tumultuous political and I will say also moral crisis in the United States. Bless you. Thank you. And we want to trace and we want to trace it all back to its history and to how American pop culture views this history and, and how it remakes, reshapes its own history to the American people through Hollywood movies. Yes. Cool idea, man. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. So the Patriot. I've been to war and I have no desire to do so again. I have seven children. I do not wish to leave them fatherless. A family threatened by war. We have to do something. I forbid you to go. My child! You're my child! A son fighting for his beliefs. Father, I thought you were a man of principle. When you have a family of your own, perhaps you'll understand. When I have a family of my own, I won't hide behind them. 
hang him, put his body on display. Colonel, I beg you, by the rules of war. Would you like a lesson, sir, in the rules of war? Or perhaps your children will. Before this war is over, I'm going to kill you. Why wait? The Patriots, the family man, the family guy. <laughs> Benjamin Martin, played by Mel Gibson. Martin is a composite character based on four historical men. Andrew Pickens, Francis Marion, Daniel Morgan and Thomas Sumter. The creation story of the Empire is very important. Very important. It's like the creation story of, go of gods. Okay, let's pick up on that a little bit. This is a creation story of America. This is unrelated whatsoever to the way that uh, America was created. They flip facts they invent stuff so it just it's, it's it's not a historical movie at all this is a movie about how zeus was born achilles was born how jesus uh, became uh, the messiah and how america became a superpower this is where it all started and when you watch that creation story uh, and you you know look at it critically uh, versus compare it to things that happened in that time and since that time and happened today is just such a silly story such a silly story right so so this is the the origin story of the hero the hero being america yes. and uh, the or captain america uh, yeah and the origin story says well we are for freedom F what is freedom what is freedom no it doesn't care don't don't have to spell it out. Okay. No, but uh, for example, when you compare it to the uh, origin story of uh, China, let's say, like we watch some China movies, okay. there that freedom meme is not part of it. It's not part of it. Like there, there the the main value is the unity of the empire. Yeah, I think and stability. Yeah, and yeah, the stability, the harmony in the empire. Exactly. And here is the freedom. Yeah. But there, in those propagandic Chinese movies, they explain. <laughs> And it's also more based on history than the Patriot is based on history, even though mm -hmm. that's also propaganda. Mm -hmm. They explain the value of stability and harmony. They go through the trouble to show you why it's important. Here, freedom. What does it mean, freedom? For whom? For whom? It's just, it's not even a revolutionary war. It's a civil war between uh, people living in a colony fighting against each other some of them want to uh, one elite uh, fights for the crown because they're the elite so they'd like to keep the their positions and, the, and another they say no we want to replace you and not be under the king and just decide among ourselves mm -hmm. so freedom here it's not spelled out in any way because if it were spelled out uh, spelled out then you'll have to talk about the african slaves and you have to talk about the native americans like the british they had this plan had they won the war i'm sure not you know they're not uh, the good guys in the story but they had a plan in order to stop american expansion out west and 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 and, and to appease native americans to give them like a, this whole swath of land in the midwest just like this will be whatever native american nation so this would have changed history in ways that we can't even fathom or understand the whole expansion out west what and so mexico would have had Texas and California and New Mexico, mm -hmm. and what would you have have had beyond the Midwest? Uh, I don't know. The French would have stayed in the South, mm -hmm. and then that would have been like Quebec or something. 
and I guess the colonies would have become like uh, Canada. Yeah. Isn't that better? <laughs> it's, it's an interesting uh, different uh, alternative history, sure. But we have to root for the Patriots, for the Americans in this movie. So the way that the movie depicts it is that he, Mel Gibson, the hero, doesn't want to join the war against the British, but is pushed to it by the cruelty of his enemies. So the British, the British here obviously were the enemies of the revolutionaries, whatever, the Patriots. And, and it's, it's a little bit funny that, they go, that the movie goes to such great lengths. It's a very, very historically flawed movie. We're gonna talk, uh, movie. We're going to talk about it. But it goes to such comically great lengths to characterize the British as just like this evil, the evilest, evilest dudes who are just like always evil all the time. And this is in a time when Great Britain is America's number one ally. Sir, what of the rebel wounded? Kill them. By standing order of His Majesty King George, all slaves of the American colonies who fight for the crown will be granted their freedom without victory. Sir, we're not slaves. We work this land freed men. Well, then you're freed men who will have the opportunity and the privilege of fighting in the king's army, aren't you? So it just informs you a lot about, about the need for American movies to make any and all of America's enemies and foes depict them as super, super, super evil, and the good rests with the Americans. They are inherently good. In this movie, it's very clear you have an American who works with the loyalists. He helps burn the ch uh, to burn a church. Everything the British do is horrible, even if they want to free slaves who fight with them against the Americans. That's also portrayed, like, twisted into some uh, evil way. Uh, but when the Americans are racist, you know, it's just it's part of the process of the progress that, we're, uh, that we've been having. And look, so this is a, a good thing that happened that we beat the British because they were just super, super, super evil. George Washington and the Continental Congress all bound slaves who give minimum one year service in the Continental Army will be granted freedom and be paid a bounty of five shillings for each month of service. Did you hear that? First they're going to free them, and then they're going to pay them. Only another six months. What the hell are you going to do with freedom? The British are the Nazis. They are uh, the Einsatzgruppen who uh, lock people in churches and uh, set them on fire. So what can you do? Obviously, you have to fight yeah. back. So we talk about the Patriots in our uh, Revolutions in Movies uh, episode with uh, the two fine women of... Uh, of footnoting history. Uh, we talked then about the scene, the shaming scene. Dent Scott, barely a week ago, I heard you rail for two hours about independence. And? Mr. Hardwick, how many times have I heard you speak of freedom at my father's table? Half the men in this church, including you, Father, and you, Reverend, are as ardent patriots as I. Will you now, when you are needed most, stop at only words? Is that the sort of men you are? So what, uh, what happens in the movie? Well, there's uh, a uh, perfect uh, everyman a veteran, but who's very gentle, and he's uh, buried the hatchet. And then the Nazis uh, appear. 
and mm -hmm. uh, commit uh, war crimes such as have not been uh, recorded in history. <laughs> <laughs> Because they haven't happened in history. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. <laughs> they, they stay in a kind of uh, commune together with uh, freed slaves because this is America. This is uh, everybody yeah. gets along really well. Yeah, everybody gets along, and, every, and, and America is nothing if not, uh, uh, you said, commune, so like communist, I guess, uh, would be the way that you would say it. Uh, very communal, maybe communal. Communal, yeah, commun yeah, yeah. Communal, maybe they're very communal, right, helping each other. They're not, nobody's just like buying off land and then selling it uh, for profit or something like that. No, everybody's just like, uh, yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's not individualistic at all. No, no, no. I think. No. I ask only that you act upon the beliefs of which you have so strongly spoken and in which you so strongly believe. You have to fight against the Nazis. And if you're not willing to die for your country, I guess this is their country, and I guess they depicted the, the situation, the political situation, as if you had only one moral choice. One moral choice. Support the patriots. That's the only moral thing to do. I mean, in uh, 200 years' time, will a film like this be made, for example, about the Brexit? Boom. Right? Boom. You had one way to gain independence. Yes, finally, freed, freedom from Brussels. And then there, in that film, there's like the, uh, the EU army that is op <laughs> oppressing, like burning churches in London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not in London, because the Londoners are the traitors oh, right. where, like the loyalists they're burning churches in, 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 in Berkshire in, or whatever and, uh, yeah, in towns uh, remote towns oh my goodness yeah horrific goodness. horrific oppression by Brussels and so yeah. there's only one uh, logical choice so obviously all the Americans uh, supported uh, the patriots uh, in the war of independence uh, against the British right obviously every one the of pre them pretty yeah every one of them or maybe it was just like only a third And another third of Americans also, they're just as Americans as the other guys, but they, but they support uh, the British crown. And you don't have to think that uh, the British Empire was a good thing to just look at how things really happened and, who's, and who did the British support and who supported the British, mainly African slaves mm -hmm. and Native Americans. Mm -hmm. And when the Americans won and the British lost, they paid a hefty, hefty price Trail of Tears, Massacres, Continuation of Slavery, ma much after it was ended, uh, like 10 years after it, was, uh, it ended uh, in the British Empire, and then segregation and all that. But, it has, uh, but, but, but American movies, in order to succeed, they have to make the American audience feel comfortable. I feel like there's uh, there's this great effort in movies and also we see it in uh, in news shows right now that they're just like trying to 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 get everybody to relax everything's fine we're counting the votes everything's fine we're the good guys benjamin martin even though he's in south carolina now he doesn't have slaves they're freedmen because you can't have a hero who owns slaves no we just have to be really really good and on the periphery when we're not good then we're learning and we're getting better as the movie progresses uh, some of uh, the soldiers with Benjamin Martin with Mel Gibson they become less racist after the, their lives are, are saved by a heroic uh, black soldier wow and I feel that uh, my, my point is that, uh, that the effort to make American audiences very comfortable with their own very hard and cruel history does not only a disservice to Americans, but is, 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 
is dangerous and subversive for society that the fact that they can accept their own faults and also this image is projected to the outside world and makes us to just assume that they're always doing the good thing and we can always explain why maybe they were wrong and i feel this is destructive mm. destructive oh yeah the the movie is propagandic but it's uh also propagandic in a way that uh i mean it's a mel gibson vehicle and very very much so when you look at the poster there's massive massive really big head of uh, mel gibson <laughs> with a thousand yards there you know <laughs> just tormented by by the red coats again uh uh they were just so evil. He had to. He had to go and fight the war because they killed his son. He didn't uh, want to do it's, it. It's uh, it's Braveheart uh, two It's the it's the English again. And, uh, I have a question for you. When in the Netherlands, you live in the Netherlands, there is a historical movie about a historical period of the Dutch. Let's say the war against the Spanish. Mm-hmm. How is it portrayed? in your movies or TV shows? Is it also p- portrayed like uh, so inaccurately and, and the Spanish are just evil and you are just the good guys? And do, like, do the Dutch just believe inherently that they are the good guys? I cannot think of good examples of this. I don't really know. I can't, I can't think of a single movie about the Dutch War of Independence. Literally, I okay, just can't. So, uh, so other, <laughs> so other periods where you were weren't doing, uh, you know, good things around the world. I think this is an inherently American thing, like this. Uh, also Israeli, by the way. I live in Israel. This is also something that we have. That we are just like we're just good. This is the starting point. We're good. Hence, we're doing good things. If we if we made a mistake, well, we're sorry. We're getting whatever. We won't do it again. But it's your fault, and it didn't even happen. Actually, like, like you said it. I don't think it's uh, it exists uh, these days in Europe after the Second World War and uh, all that. Yeah, I don't think so. It, it would it would uh, ring insincere. I, I don't think like those those type of movies just aren't made because it would feel silly. Because it is yeah. silly. The Patriot is silly. Yeah. It's a silly movie. But I think it's I think it's worth pointing out. Okay, so what is exactly the problem here? Right. So the so the problem is the actual uh, American Revolution or War of Independence was a historical process where one upper class tried to replace another yes. upper class because, like the the local well-to-do uh, white men. Uh, wanted mm-hmm. to become basically their own form of landed gentry in in North America, and uh, the British didn't want that, and so there was a conflict of interest there, uh, and of course you know the the American revolutionaries were inspired by Enlightenment ideas, but it was very much like a kind of an elite type of of revolution. They wanted to rule, have home rule in their own place and have their own estates with their own slaves and so on and so on and then what happens now is that projected onto that is all the progressing uh, insights of the the succeeding 200 something years where all sorts of other ideas have now become accepted about racial equality and the vote for everybody and all of these other things that just weren't on the horizon at all back then yes it's not even not on not on the horizon. 
the resulting American constitution and all the checks and balances and the electoral votes, it was all set up exactly to avoid this, these ideas that weren't even there, but just like the very idea of a democracy ruled and governed by the people, for the people, and whatever, to the people, whatever the third one is. This wasn't a popular idea among the people who were making the rules. This was a danger. This was something very, very, very unattractive. No, we don't want to be Democrats. So you don't elect the president. You elect somebody else who then can, you know, say, okay, I don't like your vote. I'll vote for somebody else, the electorate. And they had a problem with that with Andrew Jackson much later, uh, between, whatever, 30, 50 years before uh, the Civil War, where he won the popular vote, I think, but then was uh, he, he didn't become president the first time around because of these elites, and there was this conflict where, like the like he made uh, the the elites, the Republicans, scared because he latched on to and used this uh, populist, like a populist uh, idea and populist movements. So the very system, the way the way it was set up with the two houses with the Senate being equal, even though if, if you live in, uh, in, in a big state, in a small state, you get two representative, representatives, and the president, he just can sign the laws, okay, he has executive orders, but just the whole thing is set up to avoid the people making decisions for themselves about how they wish their society to be built. I'm, I'm not saying that it was just like 100% wrong, but you have to acknowledge it today when you look back and say and not romanticize uh, this path as if it was uh, just like an inevitable progress of the entire world because america was far behind in many of those issues that you raised obviously racial equality there's still starting wars everywhere while other post-empirical nations in europe uh, are doing it much less uh, frequently and i think that had they been looking at the historical context of the time, they would have served the, the American society much better and, make, and made it much more sturdy to populists like uh, Trump and uh, fake news and just like fake ideas of American exceptionalism. And this is the freest state and the land of the, the home of the free and the land of the brave. Massachusetts and Virginia may be at war. But South Carolina is not. Here, here. This is not a war for the independence of one or two colonies, but for the independence of one nation. And, uh, yes, what nation is that? An American nation. Here, here. There is no such nation, and to speak of one is treason. Well, we are citizens of an American nation, and our rights are being threatened by a tyrant 3,000 miles away. Would you tell me, please, Mr. Howard, why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? <laughs> An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Captain Martin, I understood you to be a patriot. If you mean by patriot, am I angry about taxation without representation? Well, yes, I am. Should the American colonies govern themselves independently? I believe they can, and they should. But if you're asking me, am I willing to go to war with England? Well, then the answer is most definitely no. There is value in that, tour, in, in that type of propaganda when you can 
uh, turn it into progress. But sometimes progress doesn't have doesn't happen quick enough for the American for the African American uh, soldier in the movie. And the final scene of the movie, he's just like part of the community of the rebuilding community in South Carolina. This is just insulting. This is an insulting portrayal. He like, as if now everything is fine with African Americans. You you watch that movie, you come out, you say, okay, we were racist a little bit, okay, obviously, but you see now it's better. And then when you hear Black Lives Matter uh, talking about uh, police shootings, they're like, come on, we're not racists. We're, okay, maybe there are mistakes, but we're not racists. This is uh, the problem that I have. Uh, this is a big problem, I think, in in these kinds of movies and the propaganda uh, uh, effect of these movies are. Are, is much stronger than any other propaganda going on now in the world in any sort of way. This is something that that every person on the on the planet is subjected to. To this type of propaganda, yeah, yeah, through American movies, American TV shows, American news, American ideals, and also it maybe I don't know. I'm just this is a theory. Maybe it's also growing these same forces in the European uh, nations, the far right uh, in Europe, that have becoming like uh, like this kind of Americanized. We've been talking about it in several podcasts and regurgitating American to- uh, uh, far right American talking points, and they're just like they're saying the same thing here in Israel. You start to hear people talking about the right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? This has nothing to do with us. This is very dangerous for a society like uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, the the effects uh, are far-reaching. Oh, yeah. The, uh, because of all these movies, we get uh, a distorted view of not just America, but also of, uh, of our own systems, right? Uh, and, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's really silly, like... Uh, you know, thinking that the legal system is the same as if, for example, we have, have we have trial by jury or something like that, which we don't have. But also the whole just visual language. And actually, so I was I was thinking of one movie that's kind of recent and that we're going to um, uh, maybe review uh, down the line when we talk about uh, Dutch history. So mm-hmm. there's this movie called Admiral. Mm which is uh, okay. kind of this uh, heroic uh, uh, Dutch history movie about an, an admiral, uh, Michiel de Ruiter, who, who fights a couple battles at sea against uh, against the British and against other uh, invaders. Oh, this is the 17th uh, century. And um, it's a, a, a film that is... Like you can uh, basically like when I watch it, I watch it with kind of like uh, this this sense of irony of oh, finally we have this American type of movie, uh-huh. right? So you see like the 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 Dutch flag sort of fluttering in the wind, and these slow motion action scenes, and you see like a speech in the Estates General about freedom, and like it's it's that oh same kind of. Uh, like we we like it's it's an enjoyable movie and, and uh but like when we watch it with like there's also this uh, the, almost this inferiority complex like oh finally we have this type yes. of movie see we can do this yes. too this 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 silly yes. visual language and with with the drama can... and with the like the rousing speech with that appeals yes. to our current sentiments but it's not Dutch. It feels like it feels undutch to watch it. Yes. yes. 
So, so you know what? It's interesting. Uh, one of our patrons, uh, Anone13, uh, Israeli, sent me a link to this uh, Israeli show, uh, also produced with uh, HBO. It's going to be on HBO. Uh, it's about the, uh, the War of Yom Kippur, 1973. I don't remember the, the, the name in English. And so I watched the trailer, and I'm like, this is an American trailer about an American movie just in Hebrew, glorifying soldiers and explosions in, a, in, the, in, the, in the American style. And I'm watching it like, why would I want... <laughs> uh, our patron, he, liked it. <laughs> he likes this, so uh, he says it's good, um, I believe him. But for me, it's like, just like triggering in all kinds of ways. Like, why would I want to watch uh, uh, my, my own history, complex history and sad history in that case, through an American lens, I have this American lens all the time, regardless. Uh, yeah, but we're kind of conditioned to think, okay, this is how this medium needs to be done. Yes. So we expect this because kind of uh, yeah, so we yeah. expect this kind of visual language, and so there's like the the sort of the drama, slow motion stuff, and like the sort of the the, the personal conflict of the protagonist, yeah. and then tied into this larger conflict, and then the anachronism of the appeals to our sentiments right now and everybody does this like uh, you know there's also a recent for example Turkish uh, film about uh, the uh, conquest of uh, Constantinople in 1453 and it's okay. the same kind of like this visual language and also the same kind of appeal to no but we are the good guys so then when finally uh, Constantinople is taken then, of course, the uh, uh, the Muslim conqueror goes into the Hagia Sophia and is very like, okay, peace and unity and, uh, the, you know, the, the, all the different faiths come together and isn't this great and sort of like the, the way we feel right now and that needs to be sort of woven into the film so that yes. we get all kind of like roused and sentimental and, and yeah. Yeah. And stupid also. It just like stupefies you, not in the way that it also stupefies you in the, the, the literal way, literal sense, but also just like makes you stupid, makes you uncritical. Sure. And and I'm sure that and I'm sure the, the Turkish viewers also thought, how oh, finally we have this type of film. Right? And that's everywhere. Like the Russians are making these type of films and like every the Chinese we've we've reviewed those type of yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, also also the the Indians. Like in India, the action movies uh, they've become super Americanized uh, in the last uh, 10, 20 years, and, like super also uh, high production mm -hmm. value. So going back to the movie, so just to reiterate and maybe crystallize something, say something. So the patriots fighting for American independence, they were a minority, a well-mobilized minority. And we should view them as such because well-mobilized minorities have been maybe... Uh, the biggest uh, catalyst for political mm -hmm. change throughout mm -hmm. history, Bolsheviks, well-mobilized minority, mm -hmm. Nazis, well-mobilized minority, Zionists within the Jewish communities in Europe, a well-mobilized minority, the Patriots. So it could be... you. It, you don't have to be negative about your own history and just say, oh, we did this wrong and this wrong. But, but context... Uh, not only matters historically, but you can also make it into an appealing story. It doesn't have to be silly. It doesn't have to be silly. You can glorify this well-mobilized minority in some ways and just uh, and make the, the story more appealing and more and more uh, and make it appealing through other ways while incorporating 
the wrong things that, that you did. It's just, I, I think it's just the financial vehicle and the fact that, this, that the Hollywood has become such a multi-billion dollar industry that it doesn't ju just, if you want Republicans to buy sneakers too and watch movies too, you can't show the war of independence and, uh, and be critical of the heroes because it will make people feel uncomfortable. And this is something very American. You don't want to feel uncomfortable. Like I have a, I'm uncomfortable talking about race. This makes me feel uncomfortable. Being comfortable is good sometimes. Now, in American, uh, in, the, in American society, it's not a good time to feel comfortable. We don't have time to feel comfortable. Climate crisis, political crisis, financial crisis. This is the time to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Another piece of fake news is showing the plans to expand out west, the British plans, that if they win, so the bad guy, Lucius Malfoy, will get uh, mm -hmm. a piece of land in Ohio. Mm -hmm. No, this is the American plan. This is not the British plan. No, they're an empire. An empire doesn't want to expand without uh, care. And, you know, you have to expand slowly. You can't just boom, boom, go and expand because the capital is on the other side of the world, of the world. Have to do it gradually. Make sure that you can maintain your lines. We know the history of the Roman Empire, and when they got uh, crossed the Rhine, they had so much trouble. So that like four hundred years, they stayed on the on the on the western side of the Rhine and the southern side of the Rhine. And the Danube, Danube, the same thing. It's very it's very calculated. But when you take take that away, and you don't have to to think about Native Americans and slaves, and you have all this continent and you just won an incredible victory about the number one empire in the world, this creates such a momentum that it's very, very, very hard to stop. Yeah, yeah I mean, is, is historical accuracy important in films? Like, I prefer it, and I prefer a, a kind of uh, honesty. Uh, but? Um, you, there is a but. Well, no but. Like these films are entertainment, uh, and apparently this is the type of entertainment that sells uh, feel-good mm. stuff that uh, hides the uh, discomfort. You know what else is entertainment? Fake news. That's also entertainment. Sure. And this movie is, fa is fake news. It makes you think that uh, all, uh, 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 most of the people fighting for independence weren't slave owners that the British were against the slaves, even though for their own cynical uh, reasons, they weren't much better than anybody else. But it would have been better for the African slaves and for the Native Americans had the British won. I'm, ass I'm assuming down the line, the Americans would have uh, gained independence because of uh, other historical processes. But at that particular time, it would have been better <laughs> for the, the people lowest on the totem pole, no pun intended for the Native Americans, to have the British win, they suffered. So this is uh, so you're selling people just fake news. If you weren't that racist 400 years ago, according to the movie, so obviously we're not racist now. And there is a process. This is something that is going to be ongoing throughout the movies that describe uh, America, uh, historical events uh, in America. It's just there is a process. We're getting better. We're getting better. You're seeing the past where we were not as good as we are now, but now we're better and we're always going to get better. Things work. There is this uh, inevitability of progress. Gabriel said if we won the war, we could build a whole new world. 
Just figured we'd get started right here. With your home. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. If you know just like a cursory amount of history, you know that there's no such thing of inevitable uh, as inevitable progress. It doesn't exist. You can't take anything for granted when you're gonna, and when we're gonna get later down the line to movies about Martin Luther King, he called uh, gradualism uh, a drug, a dangerous drug. I don't remember the exact quote. And this is very American, gradualism, up to today with Obama, with Clinton, with Biden, with Kamala Harris. The tranquilizing uh, drug of, uh, of gradualism. I think that's, uh, that's, that's the term. And it's baked into the cake of every historical movie about America. But we have a hard time seeing it. And uh, just to, for the sake of argument... Yeah. Uh, Let's consider, okay, a, a, a parallel, uh, you know, a, a bunch of uh, settlers who uh, try to escape from the uh, influence of the British Empire. So they fight a, a guerrilla war and they start to uh, expand territorially further, further into the interior uh, and expand their reach and kind of escape the coastal area. Well, that's also, for example, the story of the, the Boers in South Africa. W would oh. we, if if they made a film such as The Patriot, uh, uh, mm -hmm. about the, the heroes of the, uh, the four trackers, uh, would we take that at face value and think, think, oh, wow, this is such an awesome movie? Or would we think, well, this is kind yeah. of fucked up? Uh, I think yes. the latter, uh, because there we we are conditioned to see, well, this is actually just feed, like leading into apartheid, and it took yeah. another like a century uh, to to bring an end to that. Well, this is Progress. the same thing. This is the, this is yeah. the same thing, but uh, we are also conditioned to not see it that way. It's because they're just like uh, just such geniuses uh, uh, in their craft. This is a very, very, a very effective uh, piece of propaganda. Or like uh, Hollywood movies, historical movies, not all, not just historical movies. It's easier to see it when you're watching a foreign, like a non-American movie. Foreign, <laughs> we're all foreign, right? This is uh, see again, there you I'm, go. Again. I'm conditioned. Yeah, that's yeah, foreign. I'm conditioned uh, to what, yeah. That's foreign. This is American, Israeli, and foreign. Okay, it's like. <laughs> what, what was I trying to say? Well, I think you said it all. Uh, okay. <laughs> By so, that, using that word "foreign," that uh, yes, yes. yes, we we are we exactly. are all Americans. Exactly. Uh, uh. So going back to say, uh, you were listing uh, the names of the people that uh, Benjamin Martin was inspired by. So Francis Marion, one of those guys, he had slaves in South Carolina. His slaves escaped his plantation to fight against him with the British. Mm. Traitors! Okay. Traitors! <laughs> so, like, it's not a possibility to show slaves fighting with the British against the Americans, something that factually happened like, in, in, in large quantities. You, you have to create fake news if you want to make, if, if the people who finance this movie want to make money. And because they want to make money, they will say, no, you can't tell that history. You have to tell a different piece of history. We don't like. They never stop and think about the consequences 
of these pieces of propaganda if you know this is just entertainment this is entertainment and if it's just like create like, like sows unrest and problems in society it's not even part of the equation it's not it's it's nothing what are you talking about this is just a movie people can go and educate themselves okay but let's look at what actually is happening in the united states of america today it's uh, it's not only the the Hollywood the propaganda that has gotten uh, the political situation to such uh, an abysmal uh, situation, but it's part of the problem. It's part of the problem. The uh, this is again this is it, it it also latches on to American ideas that are fine when you're not an empire. Uh, 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 whatever. So you know, this actually reminds me of of of, of where I live. So the Jewish uh, uh, mentality and tradition to be within yourself. It's very effective and it's fine when you're a minority. It's fine. You're not discriminating everybody else. You're just taking care of your own culture. When you're a majority, as we are now in Israel, then it creates a problem because it's very easy to get uh, some of those people and just make them racist. We're special. It's fine when you're special when you're the weak uh, when you're a minority weak minority but when you're special when you're the majority that's a problem mm-hmm. so when the americas they are they are the empire with ideas like american exceptionalism and all the expansion out west the, the manifest destiny a lot it's a problem it's expansionist and with capitalism like you you can't regulate uh, what could you you're you gonna censor movies i don't know the solution uh, to this problem but let's first talk about about this problem it can't be that financial interests uh, 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 for a few rich people will always win the day no matter what win the argument because now you just can't tell them what to do okay so i don't know find a solution offer other solutions there is a problem this movie is part of the problem yeah well, it's it's really weird that we watch these uh, these things worldwide. That is just such a weird weird concept that uh, unheard of in, in in human history. Yeah, yeah that the the national propaganda of another state that we're, we're all watching that. Yes, and loving it, yeah. and they want to want to be like them, even though they're working hard, they're not healthy, they're stressed. Yeah, they're not happy. Yeah. You know, generally speaking. Yeah. So still, the propaganda is uh, is so strong. So like under the Roman Empire, obviously there's propaganda, but you didn't have a TV <laughs> in your house <laughs> watching Roman propaganda day and night. Uh, so just like the power of technology is so awesome now that uh, makes it possible. And uh, this is... This is a problem. Well, yeah, I guess I guess you do raise a good point though about uh, the Romans. Like, is there what is there an equivalent to that? We know that uh, beyond the boundaries of the Roman Empire, the the local uh, elites were pretty impressed by the Romans and yep. were uh, collecting bits of Roman stuff. Like the coins went much farther afield, and of course on the coins there's basically the propaganda of the emperors. And first of all, look yeah. how beautiful these coins are compared to the shitty things that we make, <laughs> right? And the same yeah. for like little statuettes and things. And so these were like gifts that they gave yeah, to each yeah. other, also to show, well, we are on the side of the Romans, we're kind of connected to that, so we are also kind of important. So there's mm-hmm. there's that, and I suppose also the uh, 
of course, they didn't have broadcasting, so they had to do basically narrow casting <laughs> in the sense that, uh, <laughs> you know, the Romans uh, took the, uh, the the sons of the local elites and then brought them to Rome and, you know, inculcated uh, Roman values in them. And that was also seeing yeah. these kind of morality tales in the theater and reading the poetry yeah. and, uh, you know, having the, the, the Greek teacher <laughs> who 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 uh, trains you in that uh, to to you know to adopt those values yeah 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 and not only the people outside outside the roman empire but also the people like on the outskirts of the yeah roman that's empire, what i mean yeah, yeah. britain yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. okay like in Br yeah it like becomes attractive if you're if if you associate uh, rome with uh, something strong something uh, uh, like, like a, a winner you know it's like jumping on a bandwagon mm -hmm. they're the rich ones the strong ones so you have your baths in uh, Longdoninium or whatever, and you have your heated floors there, while other live, uh, other Britons live in shitty cabins. So yeah, so this is how an empire uh, projects power. So that's precedented. What's unprecedented is the truly global nature mm -hmm. and the awesome force. <laughs> of you know the the economy and science to create problems that unless we all cooperate we will never be able to save ourselves in time and to have a society you know that we deem you know something at least resembling the the life as we know it this is very 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 dangerous not only for us and for our children but for people not not yet born this is this is reality and this propaganda also you can tie that movie draw a line from the patriot to people saying that uh, there is no climate crisis there is no climate crisis no we caused the climate crisis we didn't even the hero of the patriot didn't have slaves no we're the good guys we are destroying the planet it must be something else you must be wrong no no it's just like the, like the in, uh, inability to accept that you're doing something wrong mm -hmm. This is something very important to every single person on the planet and obviously to societies as a whole. So I had this idea for a long time that the idea of American progress, you can use that for progress. Let's say TV, you have TVs everywhere. This is a very dangerous propagandic tool. But on the other hand, TV also allowed, uh, we're going to talk about it when we get uh, to those movies, for Selma to be broadcast all over the country and for, and, and, and for white people to change their minds about the civil rights movement. Okay, so you have to see, yeah, that's it. Okay. Just to maybe circle back to my point about how the patriots were the minority. So within the DNA of the American system, you have the rule of minority. It's baked into the cake. Mm -hmm. And we see it now with the minority. So the elections are not actually close. It's five, there's a five million votes difference between the two candidates. And still, it's close. Because there's like the fact that there's no uh, uh, like such an outcry from the people on the uh, politi in the political class about the fact that this is inherently undemocratic, that the minority can win. This is also something very American, very American, because the minority rule is is there. It's there within within the system. 
So I guess it's maybe easier to accept that they call it the popular vote. What does that mean, the popular vote? This That's is just the vote. The vote. That's the vote. The vote. Just the vote. Popular vote makes it seem like, oh, okay, so this is just like, this is irrelevant. This is, you know, a stat, like uh, whatever, RBIs in uh, baseball or whatever it means. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm still kind of stuck uh, stuck on uh, on the Patriot as a uh, as a piece of uh, propaganda and kind of distorted history. I mean, if you look at uh, the uh, uh, other events that were happening around the same time, like would the French make a, a film about the French Revolution and the uh, uh, without uh, the blood? Yeah, without the blood, no. just with the heroes, the sans-culottes as the heroes or the uh, Jacobins or something, and uh, this is just yeah. great. No, there will never be a French movie like no. that. No. It's un-French. Yeah. It's because uh, I call, uh, the European continent uh, collapsed. So when you collapse, you have to think, okay, where did I go wrong? And there, just, uh, uh, su- such rapid rise, the Amer- America's such rapid rise to the top, it just like uh, uh, didn't uh, didn't uh, give it enough time to they're just like oh my god i guess we're awesome i guess we're awesome you know if you just like do something now and then you become just like a multi-billionaire you're just feel that you're special yeah. you're special I'm, I'm a billionaire i'm special i'm not like other people right and then then you put yes men around you yeah it's it's easy to get a little drunk on the success you could say this is just a movie, a commercial product, but if you can trace the line from that to to the decimation, uh, dissemination of fake news, which you can and you should, then fake news also becoming a global problem emanating out of American products that have been spread around the world, social media. Mm-hmm. This is also dangerous. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, we might uh, talk about it later. You have movies about all kinds of presidents. I can't think of a big movie about Franklin Delano Roosevelt. No. Uh, unani- unanimous top three uh, choice by historians as the best president, uh, American president of all time. I wonder why. What did he do? He went against the rich. He changed the, the, the financial uh, system. He changed the moral values that we attach to the financial system. So I guess, uh, you know, better talk about uh, Churchill and about Lincoln and about JFK because they don't upset the apple cart. And if you take the most heroic American president of the all, maybe, arguably, I guess, uh, why? Why? Yeah, but then you'd have to have a rousing speech about the New Deal. You can't have that. Yes. <laughs> no, so my you. bet is in four years, three, four years, you'll have a big movie about FDR. Okay, we're recording this November 6, 2020. I'm saying before the 2024 elections, before the 2024 elections, you're going to have an FDR movie on Netflix. On Netflix. And then he gets up out of his wheelchair and he says, My fellow Americans, I can walk! <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe he's holding tight the stand and he's putting himself up. And then he's oh, yeah. I welcome their hate. Uh, yeah, because Netflix is just, uh, you know, green lighting everything. So it will go. <laughs> it will be Netflix. You don't have to have uh, big studio heads saying, oh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is dangerous. This is seditious. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want the people to think this way. 
But you know what uh, Khrushchev ch- said about uh, American capitalism? He said the capitalist will sell you the rope with which you can hang him. No. So maybe, maybe they'll do that. Yeah, he has an excellent point, by the way. Excellent point. Yeah. <laughs> also, they're selling the rope that they hang themselves with, whatever, the climate crisis, and hang all of us. Yeah. So uh, a closing uh, statement, Ultra. The patriot from the lens of the incredible political crisis going on now in the United States of America and the creation story. America, good. Freedom, good. Um, Others, bad. Everyone else, bad. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Don't think about that's, it. That's Eat it. your popcorn. Yeah. Buy something. Buy a car. Yeah. You need a new car. Actually, yeah. You, yeah. you definitely need a new car. Yeah. Yeah, everything's fine. Just buy a new car. You'll be happier. You're feeling a little bit depressed, but no, if you buy a car, you'll feel much better. And maybe take those drugs and just like look at all the, not drugs, uh, legal, uh, illegal drugs. Take no, the no. You know, pills and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, antidepressants. And then when you watch, when they say all the, all the possible side effects, just like, this, like ignore that and look at all the happy people in the background uh, hugging each other and laughing and just like everything's fine. Yeah. Everything is fine. Yeah. Just keep going, everybody. Fine. Yes, yes, America is doing great. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. There's no problem. Uh, yeah. just, Everything's yeah, part great. Of the process. Everything's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, things will be will be okay. Yeah. Okay, so thank you everybody for tuning in. Since everything will be fine, you'll hear us next week about uh, when we'll talk about the next movie. It might be the gangs of New York. Ooh. It might be something else if we can think about something else in between. Mm-hmm. The gangs of New York, it's uh, 19th century uh, before the American Civil War until uh, the conclusion of the American Civil War, mm. or uh, it's, it's in the background of the American Civil War. Uh, and then we'll also do Lincoln, and we'll do Selma, and we'll do the, Chicago, the trial of the Chicago 7, and we'll do something about the financial collapses of the 1929 and 2008. And we'll go through all these historical events and look at, at the movies how they are made, what are they telling us when they were made, and how that connects to the crisis that we're living through right now. Mm -hmm. Bye, everybody. Thank you, patrons, for supporting the show. Bye.